Life, whether you like it or not, happens to everyone. We don't get to choose our testimony, but we are called to share the journey. Hi, everybody. I'm BJ Foster, and this is Withholding Nothing, a podcast for the soul. Let's do this thing. I'd like to thank our guest this week, Michelle Tressler. Michelle, thank you so much for sharing your life and sharing your story. You know, it's so wild when our life takes a turn, especially at a time when we're not expecting it. Well, even if we are, we we don't like change. Bottom line is none of us like change. And when life changes on us, it shakes us up to the core. And uh, to hear your story, to hear your testimony, to hear just how you dealt with it um, emotionally, uh, how you dealt with it financially, how you dealt with it spiritually, those are the things that we are listening for. Those are the things that we are learning from one another. No one likes when, when the rug is pulled out from underneath us. No one. No one initially does well with it, but when we hear someone's story, it shows us that we are capable of being a resilient people. God has made us of such resilient stock that no matter what comes our way, we can survive it. We just have to really put our hearts out there and be willing to walk in the direction in which he's turning. You know, I think more than anything else, that is the thing that came up in the in the feed during the course of this week. Just look um, during the course of this week, just going back and listening to the comments, where so many pointed out that I don't know if I could have done it. I don't know what I would have done, especially as the sole breadwinner. That came up a lot. We look at other people's life stories or we hear others' life stories and we think, God, if that was me, there is no way. But I want us to look at our lives and see that we have overcome, each and every one of us, so much. So much more than we actually give ourselves credit for. Because when we're experiencing it, it seems like something minor. You know, it's not something really worth, quote unquote, a testimony. But then when we hear someone else's, we go, wow, that's huge. But think about it. If you go back and look over the course of your life and literally wrote down all the things that God has taken you through and you have survived you would be amazed at just how powerful you are. Not powerful in your own right, but powerful because God has made us that way. I look at Michelle's story and I see myself and I'm sure so many of you as well. What do I do when life changes directions on me. We have options. We have choices. We can ball up 
turn out the lights and give up on life, which I believe we've all had those moments in which we desired to do so. Or we can ball up, take a moment, press the reset button, figure out, God, what are you trying to show me? Where are you trying to take me? And then we get back up on our feet and we start all over again. Michelle got back up on her feet and she started all over again because she had people, children, a family who was counting on her, who was relying upon her. Think about your life. Who's relying upon you? Who's counting on you to do the right thing? to make the right choices and even when you don't make the right choices to bounce back in the right way I loved 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 when she said my children watching me I had to do this when my kids are asking mom how were you able to our kids I think I've said this before they're always watching And I think we need to be aware that they're always watching, not to put pressure on ourselves. That's not what it's all about. But to know that you are called to be an example. You are there to help someone else find their way. And we've got to look at our lives day after day and go, God, is my life making a difference to anyone? Am I living for me only? Or am I living for someone greater than me? You know, it comes down to how adaptable are we? When things come our way, are we willing to adapt? Are we just going to cry about it? Are we going to get angry and yell and scream and throw tantrums about it? Or are we going to adapt? Every day is a different day. No matter how mundane and the same it appears, every day is a different day. This day is never coming back again. What are you going to do with your day today? That's what it's coming down to. Decisions that have to be made because today is not coming back again. We get stuck and crying over the days that have passed. We get stuck crying over the jobs that are lost, crying over the relationships that have gone. I heard someone say once, anyone who is willing to leave you They're not necessary in your life for the next part of your destination. You've got to be willing to let it go. We must be willing to let things go. Jobs. If it's a job and you have to let it go, it's because God is saying it is no longer a part of where I'm taking you. If it's a friend, or was a friend, and they were easily able to walk away from you, God is saying, this person is not part of where I'm taking you. 
we have to be willing to let things go in order to move forward. I think I shared with my women a while back on another study we were doing, you cannot hold on to your past and reach for your future at the same time. You must be willing to let it go. What happens when God changes the direction of your life? We find ourselves quite often at this crossroad in which we're fighting with God. I've done it. I've done it a a gazillion times. God, I don't want to go that way. And he's not going to change his mind. It's not like BJ can throw a tantrum great enough that God's going to relent and go, okay, BJ, never mind. I changed my mind. You go ahead, go the direction you want to go. That is never going to happen. (laughs) Trust me, I've tried. That is never going to happen. So I either adapt, surrender to God's way, or I spend my life fighting against God. He is never changing his mind on my behalf just because I don't like it, or it wasn't fair, or the people didn't do it right. God is saying, And I think Michelle mentioned this. Do you trust me? That is one of those religious terms we hear so often, but it's because we don't have it. Do you trust me? We say, yes, Lord. But in reality, do we trust him? You know, I look at children and they trust. They just kind of give over their trust to you. I was holding a baby in church yesterday and she just leaned back and I'm going, okay, she trusted that I was not going to drop her. I was not going to let go. She just reared back and just leaned all the way over. And as she did so, I felt myself tighten my grip, support her more. God supports us more not less in those times, in those times in which we need him most. He's saying, I got you, BJ. I got you. No matter what happens, no matter how far back you lean, no matter how much you yell or scream, I got you. Do you believe that? Do you trust me? I tell you, when I kept, kept kept hearing God say, BJ, do you trust me with the job offers? And I kept saying, yes, Lord, I trust you, but. He said, uh, BJ, do you trust me? I said, yeah, God, I trust you, but. I always tell people there's so much in those three-letter words. We have to be careful not to just slide past them because they mean a lot. I cannot say, God, I trust you. But, in the same sentence, because it negates everything I said before, do you trust me? Period. The answer is either yes or it's no. And you see it in the actions that you take.
So the question, I guess, for us this week is, do you trust him? Do we trust him in the good times? Do we trust him in the bad times? Do we trust him when, in Michelle's case, he pulls the plug on a job of 18, 20 years, however long it's been? Do we trust that he's not going to have my family living in a car? And if he does, do we trust that he's going to take care of my family? I saw a family of about four kids out on the, on the side of the road the other day, huddled together, broke my heart. I immediately just, I just had to pause and pray. Do we trust? When we see those horrific situations, not going to a panic, yes, that could be me, there but by the grace of God. But God is not calling me to panic. He's calling me to trust. He's calling me to help if I can. He's asking me to love no matter what. He's asking me to treat whatever I see and whomever I see with the utmost respect, no matter what their situation. But he is not asking me to panic and not trust him, whether it's in their lives or my life. The call is still the same. What do we do when God changes the direction of our lives? Honestly, he's always changing the direction of our lives. It's just sometimes it's more obvious than others. Sometimes we care more than others. But he always is at work moving us in one direction or another, trying to get us to where he has deemed us to be, where he wants us to be ultimately anyway. Anything that is out of alignment with where he wants us to be, he is going to change. He is going to redirect. He's going to refocus. Are we ready to surrender ourselves to being refocused by God? Or are we in the process of focusing our own selves, our own lives, because we know better? You know, I fight against God often. God and I, we have we have just regular folk conversation. <laughs> it's the strangest thing. But when I talk with God, I talk to God the way I talk with you. And I say, God, you know, I don't get it. God, I don't understand. God, I don't know why. And I can feel his prompting. I can hear him directing. I can feel his acceptance of when I'm in confusion. I can hear him throwing his head back laughing when I'm making plans for myself that does not include him. (laughs) God is very real for me. So when he makes a change of direction in my life, we talk about it. But it is not a debate. It is not a discussion. It's just friend to friend. God, tell me what you're doing. Where where you want me to go? 
Okay, we going. I just had to complain just a little bit, but I'm better now. I'm ready. Where are we going? We have to get to a point that we are willing to go, willing to do whatever God is calling us to do without hesitation, without anger and frustration, without the angst that comes upon our lives. We spend way too much time, way too much time doubting God. I love when Michelle said that, you know, she mentioned that her son had gone into the water. They'd fallen off the jetty and gone into the water and this hand reached out and he said, God reached out and grabbed me. God is reaching out. He's grabbing all of us. He's saying, I got you. I am not going to let you be overtaken. Trust me. The hand of God literally is on us all the time. The question is, do we see it? Are we aware of it? Are we missing the hand of God? Thank you, everyone, for listening in. I hope you've been enlightened and encouraged. I want to say thank you to my incredible guest this week and a special thanks to my music man, Mr. David Burnett Graham. Follow me on Instagram, everybody. And until next time, be on the lookout for the hand of God.